video you're welcome world yeah man you get to see us mm. can you take it yeah can you handle it oh don't don't do that yeah. oh see now that's just too much i'm ready okay i'm ready let's do this This is why we don't do video no this is this why we is need to do video this is the we only need time. no it's not first gonna be the and time. last i don't think so yeah. i think the world wants to see the jofo in all its glory okay i think you just like showing off your hair what up world yeah yeah, you, well, uh, well, you can show off your beard. Like, let's go. Uh, what up, world? Thanks to Justin Bond, we're doing a video <laughs> podcast here at the Canvas Conference. Mm-hmm. It's bonus content, That's so it. it's not going to be a 30, 45, 50-minute thing. What we're going to do is we're going to have an interview with a special guest. Very special and, guest. My uh, best friend. Uh, okay. And we're going um, to talk a little bit about it, mm-hmm. but uh, we want to... In- clue you guys into some some things that are really important here. This is the Canvas Conference. Uh, it's going to be coming back next year, so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. You need to register for this. This yeah. is an awesome conference. It's a lot of fun. Great teaching, great worship, great people, and it's in Portland, so you know, get your hipster on. Get your hipster it's on. Of, get your a, uh, tight, what is it, skinny jeans? Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans? But they wear the skinny jeans, and then they like roll them up around the their calves. I don't get it. They or how look about the like ones that are like pants? Yeah. Or how about the ones that have the elastic at the bottom? Yeah, I don't, really get, I don't get. I don't, I don't get it. it they're, it's like they're parachute pants for children that yeah. an adult is wearing. I think that's what it is. Travel has them on. I know. I was just thinking. Yeah, I was it. just thinking right over there. Hey, Travel. Don't turn the camera because he also has a hole in his pants, and that's a little embarrassing. I can't believe it. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I know you are, but he has I'm a not hole in his pants. I wouldn't. I was going to point that out. Well. You don't even have to point it out. It's pretty obvious. It is pretty obvious, dude. That's so be up. sure and look for more information on the Canvas Conference. We'll have that listed in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, we also want to encourage you to check out Humble Beast. Humble Beast is a great record label based out of Portland. It is hip-hop, Christian, theologically driven, mm-hmm. creative, amazing hip-hop. Yep. And uh, I've been list- we've been listening to them for years. Well, we want you to go there, go to the website, listen to it. You can download the albums for free. Yeah. They give it away for free. Now, it's not because it's not good. It's not because it's cheap. It's thousands and thousands of dollars to record, to produce, to put all this together. In fact, the audio that they give away for free, the albums that they freely give, they also put on iTunes for sale. And so when Propaganda or Beautiful Eulogy drop an album, it sells. It even Mm -hmm. gets up to the top of the charts in iTunes. Not in the Christian hip-hop, just in hip-hop. That's it. It goes to the top of the charts uh, even though they're giving it away for free on the website. So that's how good this stuff is. It will be encouraging to your soul yeah. and to your intellect. So check out Humble Beast and also check out Left Roasters. Yeah, great coffee. If you like coffee, then you need Left Roasters. Yeah, you're going to have to you're going to click on the link. Yeah. yeah. We're going to put in the show notes and you got to order some. You got to order and a bonus. Not only is it great coffee, but it's gonna. It helps support the ministry. Yeah. So, like you know, humble beast. They they give a lot of stuff away yeah. for free. They spend you know tens of thousands of dollars to record uh, uh, an album. Yep. So how do they make up the difference? Well, they do some live shows, but they're family men, and they want to get back to their families yeah. and back to their local churches. So they don't go on long, long tours. They they really try to prioritize things uh, in a way that honors God and their primary callings. Mm-hmm. So left roasting. Yep. You buy good coffee, and uh, it will support 
that ministry, and you can be a part of it on a number of different levels. So check it out. That's definitely it. worth uh, definitely worth going. Man, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I drink it. Yeah, I do drink it. It's really, it's really good. good. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Mm-hmm. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor. Wait. Uh, I'm no, the, no, no, no. I'm, I'm the going lead pastor. I am Jimmy Fellowship Fowler. in St. Charles, Illinois. And you should wait your turn before, I, before you start talking over St. me. St. Charles, Illinois. Awesome. And we are at the Canvas Conference. Canvas Conference it's in been, Portland, Oregon, the land of hipsters, dogs, and bikes. And humidity. What the heck? Yeah, it, it has, has been... been Unreasonably, unrighteously hot. I thought Chicago was bad this time of year. Yeah, this is I mean, this is horrible. I thought that it was going to be nice and cool. No, relaxing. No, uh, I I'm sweating like crazy. I've been walking around with with napkins and just oh, yeah. wiping my sweat off. Thank thank you, Jojo. Yeah, in fact, Jimmy, you were so hot. You got so overheated that when I invited you into my hotel no, room, it's not funny. which You're is not a very this. small space, You're not doing this. it's just one You're room with this. a bed what and a table. What happens in the room stays and in the room. when you came in, you took off your pants <laughs> cut his, to cool cut his, down. Cut his, cut his, cut his, I'm just saying, like that's going to stay, that's staying in the podcast. <laughs> so we're here at the Canvas Conference having a really good time, meeting a lot of great people, yeah. and connecting with friends, people that we um, hold very dear, and people that we've been waiting to hear from and just hang out with. And even though uh, Thomas Terry, he is known as Odd Thomas in Beautiful Eulogy, he is the man behind Humble Beast uh, record label, yeah. and uh, really, the I think him and the uh, Ryan Lister from Western Seminary have put this whole conference together. Fantastic uh, conference! These guys are killing themselves. They're super busy, but we were able to uh, guilt trip Thomas Terry into spending ten minutes with yeah. us on the main stage, answering a few questions about worship. And I think he really did it because of uh, friendship. Right, because with friendship with me. With me. Like, now he doesn't even no, know who you Thomas are. No, Thomas said he would Watch die for me. Thomas well, said no, he, he said he would die for no, me. No, no, he said he Jimmy, I would die for you. And I thought there, I looked definitely. at his. Okay, you know what? He said it to you. Yeah. But his there was a, a glimmer in his eye that said that was Jimmy. A, I'm, I'm thinking was, of you. It was dusty. No, no, no he was saying yeah, uh, Jimmy. I'm it was thinking dusty of you. in there. So I'm you're, they're going to see the video. You know, you'll see how much he loves me. He's learning to love you, sort of like me. Now, I take corporate worship very seriously. You take corporate yeah. worship very seriously. Reformed Baptists, uh, Reformed churches take corporate worship very seriously. Yeah. Um, and we're not the only ones, of course, but uh, the church gathered together under word and sacrament mm-hmm. is the most critical moment of any given week. The most critical gathering of the local church is then and there on the Lord's Day. And we wanted to talk to Thomas a little bit yeah. about the connection between theology and and corporate worship, and hear from him. We hope that you enjoy the video and that you find it to be an encouraging word. Thomas, thanks so much for taking the time in the middle of a very busy conference with hundreds of people. Almost a thousand people are here. Wow. And just in between, you're letting us sit down with you for a few minutes to ask you a couple of questions about worship. Yes. And uh, so we're just going to do this really quick. We want you to get back to the things you got to do. Anything for you, Joe. Thanks, And 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 you, Joe. Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, here we go. We got this. Question number one is, what is the relationship between theology and worship? I think the relationship between theology and... Theology helps us to know how to worship. Yes. Theology is essential in propelling us to the object of our worship. Mm. Right. So without having a proper understanding of theology, we're left to our own means to interpret who we worship, how we worship, why we worship so the relationship between two it's mutually exchanging so theology informs why we worship yeah worship propels the emotional side that connects to the truths of who god is Uh, worship gives us the proper 
medium to exalt the God yeah. who created us. So I think that they work synergistically, and I think both inform each other in a very healthy way. That's good. So, like, yeah. So you're saying worship is a response to a, to what we believe. Exactly. I think theology helps us to know who God is. Yeah. What God has done for mankind. Yeah. Worship is man's response. Yes. To who God is and what God has done for mankind. So then what do you think, what are some of the dangers of neglecting theology in worship? If we put worship aside, then theology is just cerebral. Yeah. If we remove worship, then we're, we're left with no expression, right? Yeah. Now, but you could still exist in that space of just having theology, just having a knowledge of God is good. Um, but I think it's important for us to know who God is, how he expects us to respond to him, and you only know that by way of theology. If That's you right. take that away, man is left to his own interpretation of who God is. We're left to our own devices, and we get it so wrong. That's right. Mm. We are creatures who were made to worship, but without theology, we worship all the wrong things. So when we talk about theology, we're, we're not just talking about abstract ideas that we gather philosophically from nothing. Yeah. We're really talking about truths that are grounded in the Scripture. Who God has revealed himself to be in the Scripture. Right. So maybe, maybe that is a good way for us to lead into another question, which is, as you, you, know, you, you speak at a lot of churches, you know a lot of people, you're an elder at your own church. Yeah. Um, what do you see to be one or two of the most glaring weaknesses in evangelical churches when it comes to theology and worship? Well, I think there's the uh, intellectual uh, church that puts strong emphasis. So you have the intellectual church who puts such a strong emphasis on the mind and logic and reason. And all they do is they sit in their space and they contemplate these truths. And right. that's it. And it never moves from head to heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's a problem. Because the truth of who God is should invoke a, a, an emotional and experiential response. But then you have this whole other uh, church that has relegated their whole worship to experience alone. And so anything goes. How they interpret God, how mm -hmm. they relate to God, how do they define God. It's all about experience. And so... That's a very dangerous place, and yeah. I've seen both spaces. Beautiful eulogy lands in a lot of these uh, really uh, intelligent churches where the emphasis is on logic, and we land in a bunch of places where theology is just kind of thrown thrown away. Um, and, 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 and they both meet each other. They both should be married to each other for us to experience God rightly. Mm. Because you can't experience without emotion. Right. You can't experience rightly without something governing your thinking. Yeah. And so I, I think a huge issue is when we just kind of throw theology away because theology is for, uh, you know, thinking people only and it, yeah. and, it, and it impacts the way we experience God in our worship. We don't want any of that smart, intelligent stuff. We just want to know God experientially. And, and I think that is super dangerous. And I think we're, we're dealing with the consequences of that today where you have uh, people who are essentially worshiping creativity they're worshiping their experiences they are just living for experience alone yeah and, and that has so many problems and that's been the thing that i see over and over again as i travel the country people not knowing how to interpret their experiences they just are experiencing for the sake of experiencing they're just feelings for the sake of feelings 
But until you have theology that gives you a proper framework to how to know, to know how to think, how to feel, who God is, what He's done, you're, you're just hopeless. Mm. You're just hopeless. So then what are some, some simple ways that churches can reform or improve on their corporate worship? I think it starts uniquely with the, the preaching and teaching pastor. Yeah. I think that the pulse of the church, the ethos of the church is largely shaped by the primary teaching and preaching pastor. It's not the only thing, mm-hmm. but I think it is one of the primary ways. And so if your pastor has an imbalanced view of, of the two, so if he's just all head yeah. and no heart, if he's all intellect and, and no experience, then you're gonna you're gonna really suffer. Yeah. But if you have a, a if you have a pastor who's only pushing experience, he's only pushing worship, he's only telling the congregation, you know, we just want to be a people that just respond. We just want to be a, a, a people who are responding. But respond to what? Yeah. Right. Who are you responding to? Are you responding to your feelings or your interpretation of those feelings, or are you responding to the truth of who God is? And and so I think that the, the primary preaching and teaching pastor sets the trajectory of the congregation. So as the primary preaching and teaching pastor goes, so the congregation goes. Mm. And so I think we need more pastors in the localized context uh, living in that unique space yeah. of proper theology and proper worship, mm. intellect and you know mind and heart. Yeah. Uh, so you can preach an amazing sermon about these rich, robust truths of God, but if you're not taking it to a heart level, right? Yeah. If you're not right. taking it to a guttural level, and your congregation is just like, oh yeah, these are dope truths. Yeah, this is rad. Uh, it's not really going anywhere. Mm. You want to propel the truths of who God is and cause it to impact them at a heart level. Yeah. That causes us to worship. So when you talk about the God who created all of mankind, created all the earth, right? That invokes a response. Yeah. You got to take that from the head and move it to the heart. You talk about redemption, right? Redemption should invoke a, a very worshipful response. We were dead in our transgressions yeah. and sins, right? We were dead. Right, but what Christ has done is made us alive. If you just leave that truth, like a lot of reformed folk do, mm-hmm. all they do is just accentuate that truth. Well, you know, we're depraved people. If you just leave it there, but you don't draw it to application, what does this mean for you as a Christian? Well, this means that God has adopted you into His family. God has brought you into His new community. You have life. You have freedom now because of that, and you draw them to worship. That makes healthy Christians. Yeah. And that happens by way of the pulpit. That's a good word, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Canvas has been amazing. I know it's already slated for next year. Yeah. So everybody needs to you gotta sign that, up. register soon. Brother, uh, I know that you are uh, a musician and an artist. You are an entrepreneur and a businessman. You are uh, a pastor. Yeah. You are a father and a husband. But uh, I'm blessed to call you friend and brother. Thank you so much for Canvas for taking the time. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Love you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you love me too, yeah. Me too, dude. Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> Man, Ad Thomas is uh, a big encouragement to mm-hmm. us, not just because um, you know he's a, a known guy, but because he really is a brother, a dear friend of mine, and now yeah, at least an acquaintance no, of yours. A, no, a dear friend of and, mine uh, that I've known for you, years. You just met him today. For no, the no, first no. Time. I've, no, I've known him. Uh, we're kindred spirit. Okay. Well, you yeah. should you should text him. You yeah, guys yeah. Should, you should be texting. Can buddies. you send me his number? Uh, no, he told me not to. He said, "Don't give that to Jimmy." That's not even true. That's not true. <laughs> when we start when we start talking about corporate worship, um. 
it's always helpful for me to go back uh, to the scriptures to mm-hmm. read what the scriptures have to say about corporate worship. Um, but then also in conjunction with that, the 1689 Baptist Confession, mm-hmm. um, because there it distills so many of the principles and emphases that the scripture gives for our gathering. Uh, in chapter 22, paragraph 5 of the 1689, it says this, The reading of the scriptures preaching and hearing the word of God, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord, as also the administration of baptism and the Lord's Supper are all parts of religious worship to God to be performed in obedience to him with understanding, faith, reverence, and godly fear. Moreover, solemn humiliation with fastings and thanksgiving upon special occasions ought to be used in a holy and religious manner. There are things that Scripture prescribes us to do when we gather for corporate worship, and those things become the essential elements that we hold very, very dear. So for Thomas to come in, just to have spend a little bit of time with us and talk about the connection between theology and worship Mm -hmm. uh, was good good for me. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, one of the things he he mentioned— is not is that our worship is is a response it it is a response to to who god is and what he has done and that the main way of of changing the church culture as far as the worship goes it it has to start from the pulpit it has to start at the proclamation of god's word Uh, and i thought that was really impactful and, and that tension that tension between head knowledge and and heart knowledge um i think is, is something we really need to think about and something that we really need to pray about because uh, there's a lot of us, in I think especially as Reformed uh, churches, where we focus so much on doctrine. Yeah, We focus so much on making sure that we're not heretics. We focus so much on making sure we're saying everything exactly right and nuanced because we're afraid of being criticized by others. And what but Thomas, we're, not, we're not connecting those things, like Thomas says, to the heart. That's it. That's it. And what Thomas is saying, there it has to there has to be more. It has to go somewhere. That can't be the end. I think you've used this word a lot, catapult. It has to catapult us into something deeper. Yeah. And I think if 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 theology isn't leading to doxology, That's right. if your if your understanding of justification, if the theology that you preach and hold dear is not producing in you uh, conviction and joy and zeal and love and hatred and all mm-hmm. these things, then your theology is incomplete. That's right. It's not doing what it's supposed to do by God's design. Absolutely. the deficiency in us needs to be corrected through faith and repentance. That's right. Not just reading more books, but making sure that those truths are having uh, a place to reside in our hearts. Awesome. You know why uh, we're doing the, the video thing? Because of Jay Bond Media. Jay Bond Media. He's, he's behind he's the right camera over right here. now. You can't see him. You, can't, you don't want to see him. Yeah, he's kind of... We were a little disappointed when we met him. Yeah. But he is awesome. He's got a great beard. He does have a good beard. Great baby. Great baby. Great wife. Great, great family. Wife. Got, got a good t-shirt on. Yep. Um, Justin Bond, you, you guys know, he is our engineer mm-hmm. and our editor, and he goes, hey, why don't we shoot some video? And uh, we thought, okay, and... why not? It's like... 98 degrees out and because super humid, fun. so let's let's sit out here and sweat to I'm death. excited. I'm so glad I wore a button down. Mm. Uh, so thanks to Justin Bond for making us sound good thanks, and Jay Bond. giving us the opportunity to uh, to do a video. If he's you moving to St. Charles, uh, I hope soon. I hope that would be nice Soon, if he moved yeah. in to uh, live He's with not us. answering. He so. refuses to answer. Highly. If you need any um, 
video, photo work. If you need a professional, mm-hmm. uh, then you need to talk to Justin Bond. So hit up jbondmedia.com. Uh, thanks for listening and for mm-hmm. telling a friend. We want to encourage you to keep doing that. Leave us reviews on yeah. iTunes or any of the, the apps that, uh, that you like to listen to the podcast on. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And Jimmy, if they want to get in touch with us or give us some feedback, what do they do? Yeah, you head on over to uh, doctrineanddevotion.com. You can click on the Contact Us page, fill out the form, and send us your thoughts, your ideas, your comments, any criticisms or concerns you may have. Uh, we we take them serious, and uh, we read Jimmy, them. Jimmy, Jimmy takes them serious. I don't. Oh, well, I, I seriously trash them. Okay. It's been a lot of fun doing the yeah. uh, special bonus podcast episode video thing. Yeah, we uh, yeah, yeah, material. Is that what you call it? I just call it material. All right. Well, the special bonus material has been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have new podcasts coming out every Monday and every Thursday. That's right. So subscribe. Uh, we got all the links down here for you So in the show notes. Yep. So go ahead and subscribe, tune in, and uh, Fresh Pod twice a week. Twice a week. See ya. See ya.